The Last Word on Sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. One of the best days I can remember in Lansdowne Road was back in October 2015 when the World Cup winners Germany came to Dublin for a Euro Championship qualifier and Ireland beat them 1-0 with a terrific goal by Shane Long. The noise that night as the goal went in just lifted the roof off the place. It was an extraordinary result for the Irish team. So eight years on, we have the team beaten in the World Cup final only last December, beaten in a penalty shootout, coming to us just a few days after they have thumped the Netherlands 4-0. So what can we hope for tonight? Well, we're joined by Eamon Dunphy, host of The Stand podcast. But first, Lisa Fallon, FIFA High Performance Technical Director. Do we have any chance, do you think, of experiencing a thrill like that tonight? Well, I hope so, Matt. Um, and thanks for the promotion. I'm not quite a technical director yet, but but certainly working in the technical department. Um, yeah, look, I saw France. Um, I, I saw you know most of their games over at the World Cup, and they are a frightening prospect. Um, the explosivity, the pace, the power that they play at, and I think what's surprising about France is, and, and like one of the things that was very interesting about the World Cup was the fact that the four semi-finalists all won their quarter-finals by letting the team they were playing against have the majority of the possession. So it's something that France do, and again we saw them do it again against the Netherlands, where they actually allowed them to have the ball. They sit in and they hold a block. They're really resolute themselves, and then when they win the ball back or force an error, they're so explosive, so fast, and they've got such awesome players that um, you know in the final third they can just punish you they have that world class um, so it's that for me is is kind of one of the dangers I see for tonight's game but look would I love for Ireland to be able to go and put, a, put together a performance I think if they are to I think defence will have to be the cornerstone of the performance tonight if Ireland are to get a result Emma Dunphy, that's an interesting point that Lisa made about the French team being willing to allow the opposition to have possession because I suppose the one thing that Stephen Kenny has tried to do is try to encourage Ireland to play with possession. The question might be as to what we've actually done with that possession. Well, it's a project that he started He started with very little and I think he's made significant uh, progress um, and they're a young team at the back where Lisa referred to, you know, being an important part of the game. We have very, very experienced players. John Egan, Darrell Shea, Nathan Collins, Seamus Coleman, Matt Doherty, Bazunu, the goalkeeper, is now playing Premier League. So, yes, it's, it's a tough game. But if you, I've looked back through France's uh, qualifying tournaments, and there's some shocks in there. Luxembourg got a draw in Paris. Uh, Turkey drew in Paris. Um, Denmark beat them home and away in the UEFA Nations League. Um, you know, on their good days, they're, they're superb, but they don't always have good days. Ukraine got a result against them. Bosnia Herzegovina, they got a result against them. Um, Mbappe is clearly a player, a game changer, and his, you know, the job of stopping him scoring, I think, is probably the most formidable job we have tonight but I watched the game against uh, the Netherlands Netherlands had um, 
I think seven or eight players went down with food poisoning, so they couldn't play. It was a very weakened team. France got two goals in the first ten minutes, less than ten minutes, uh, and it was all over. But a full Aviva tonight uh, with the team um, playing well and confidently um, will could make a very good match of it. But there's no doubt France, you know, have won a World Cup with several of these players in the team, and they got to a World Cup final uh, just a few months ago. So it's a it's a, a daunting task, but not by any means um, impossible. I've just got the Irish team, and this has the look of five at the back about it, Lisa. And it looks like Matt Doherty might be playing in the left-back position, uh, or left wing-back. So it's Bizzuno in goal, Coleman, Collins, Egan, O'Shea and Doherty. Then a midfield three of Colin, Malumbi and Knight. And up front, Ogbene and Evan Ferguson is getting his start in a competitive match. Uh, would you expect that to be a five at the back there, Lisa, with Matt Doherty on left back? Yeah, I would. And look, to be fair, Matt Doherty played in that position against Portugal. So it's not a position that he hasn't played in before. And, and he's so, played a lot of club football with Wolves at left back before moving over to right back. Yeah, and look, sometimes when you're playing against a player who might cut inside you, it can be no harm to have a player that can accommodate and be strong on their inside leg as well. So, like I said, I wouldn't be worried about Matt Doherty in that position because he has got experience there. And I think, you know, between himself and Colin, we do need that level of experience. The midfield, I think, is going to be a really interesting area tonight. And you look at, that is really where fans build so much of what they do. The Irish midfield will have to be tenacious, they'll have to be energetic, they'll have to be really, really disciplined. And I think Josh Cullen sitting in there, he does that. He organises them and he'll get Knight and Malumbi to run around and do all the dirty work around them and Cullen will be the protector. Um, And I think having Josh Cullen in there I think he's such an understated player, but also when he gets on the ball, he does the really simple stuff and he can release players. And look, we've got Benny at the up front and Ferguson. You know, we've got a, a striker in form and someone with bucket loads of pace. So look, I think Ireland, there's a good structure there. There's defensive elements, experience, but also pace and a little bit of quality up front. So it does mean that, you know, we should be able to hopefully, you know, provide both aspects of the game, both in terms of the defence and in terms of having something to offer then when we do have the ball. I suppose, Evan, the history shows there has been a tradition of occasionally throwing in brilliant teenagers into Irish teams and it all going wonderfully. I think Liam Brady's debut back in the 1970s immediately comes to mind. Robbie Keane was in as a teenager. What would you be hoping for out of Evan Ferguson? Is there a danger that perhaps we maybe might be expecting too much too soon out of this 18-year-old? I don't think... um, I think people understand he's young. This is... Uh, debut in the full international team. Um, he is doing well in the Premier League match, scored seven goals, and some of them have been really good goals. Um, a lot depends when you're a striker on what's happening uh, around the pitch and what kind of service you're getting. So I don't think people will be uh, too hard on him. I'd be concerned that Matt Doherty's playing, um, a right footed player playing as a left wing back. It doesn't work, simply, simple as. But uh, we'll just have to live with that. Um, but uh, the, uh, I think the key to the game will be Mbappe. Um, his ability uh, 
to take Seamus on and maybe uh, do him for pace. But Seamus is a very, very good player, very experienced player. And that battle will be interesting to watch. Um, Emma, would you I, not be a little bit concerned, though, that there has been rumours that Seamus Coleman was carrying an injury that put him in doubt for involvement yeah. tonight? And that the last thing, a guy who has been one of Ireland's best players this century, who will be remembered as a terrific player for Ireland, is now maybe coming towards the end of his career, losing that little bit of pace, which maybe you can get away with against others, but you won't get away with against Mbappe. Well, I, I think Seamus would have been asked uh, by the coach, are you fit? And it, 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 he makes the final call. I don't think Seamus would play if he wasn't fit. He's been doing really well for Everton, uh, very well, and they're in a relegation battle. So I wouldn't be worried about Seamus. I'd be, um, and I, you know, I watch a lot of the French league. It's not great, man. And some of the times, Mbappe's running past shadows. Uh, uh, the record shows that you can you can stop uh, France. They may underestimate us. Um, they've underestimated, as I said, Denmark, uh, Luxembourg. Um, you know, small nations have got good results against them. So they're not by any means unbeatable, but they are formidable if they get their act together. And um, I think it'll be a great match to be at. Um, the only quibble I'd have with the team is Matt Doherty and his ability. You know, if you're if you're a wing back, you're expected to motor down the the line when it's on, and if you have to pull the ball back onto your right foot all the time, it slows things up and it's not good. But, Eamon, but I, there's a listener here who says the best Irish left back of all time was Dennis Irwin, and he was right footed. Well, Dennis is a great player, he's a legend. Um, he most of his football he played as a right back for Manchester United. It, it does. It doesn't really um, matter. He, he wasn't really a wing back. Dennis was stay at home, uh, defend, pass the ball uh, forward. That isn't really what a wing back is expected to do. Uh, they're expected to get down the line and to cause trouble. And I think that will be difficult for Matt, although I think he's a really good player. Okay, Lisa, when you know that you're up against one of the best in the world, what sort of psychology do you apply to a performance like this? I mean, how do you prepare an Irish team against world superstars? I think it's um, really important that the players feel really prepared, that they go into the game understanding roles, they have clarity of what they need to do in and out of possession and what the roles and the principles of the the performance actually need to be. Um, And I think if players have that, then they will garner belief from that. Um, And I think as well, it's just, you know, top players or players who aspire to be at the top, players like that love the opportunity to come up against players who are deemed the best in the world because they're they're the tests you want when you're at that level. And, you know, that's part of the Irish DNA. We love being the underdogs. We love being, you know, having that opportunity to go up and see what we're like against the best in the world. And that runs through the Irish team. But I do think that one of the things that concerns me is, you know, I think we do need 
quite a pragmatic approach tonight because I think, you know, I note that Didier Deschamps and both both himself and Kylian Mbappe alluded in the press conference to the fact that they watched the first half of the Ireland and Latvia game. And the fact they only watched the first half probably would indicate that they saw what they needed to see, both Ireland in possession, what they can do, but also the flaws and, and maybe the consistent flaws that are in that Irish team in terms of not getting pressure on the ball and conceding space outside the box. So I think, you know, for Ireland, they need to be resolute, disciplined, to the, together, collective, and really, really know their roles and have that discipline um, and a good shape when we do have those moments of attack, that there is a good resting de- defence or, you know, a backup defence and people with, who know their roles um, behind us in order to stop their counterattacks. Eamon, a listener has a question specifically for you. What would you deem to be a successful campaign for Ireland and in particular Stephen Kenny, given that we're third seeds with a very tough yeah. group and uh, any points taken against the top two would be a bonus? And I have to throw in, Greece are no mugs. They don't get beaten at home either. No, no, no. It's a tough group, but um, I wouldn't be frightened of the Netherlands. Um all fans, um, I think this is a good young team. Uh, I'd be sort of worried if we got a hiding tonight. Um, and maybe we should, I think, be aiming to be one of the top two teams. Let's take France out of the picture. And we're in a group with the Netherlands, Greece uh, and Gibraltar. I don't see a problem with that, Matt, to be honest. I think we have really good players, We've good defenders, uh, and we are honest. We're improving. The team that uh, that uh, played uh, against Latvia last week was not. It was there's five at least five changes for this team. That was not Ireland, and we should have played this team last week. In my opinion, that would be a criticism of Stephen. But the team we're putting out tonight is a much different team. So maybe we'll give them a surprise. What do you think, Lisa? I mean, is there the potential? And it's an interesting point that Emma brings up that if we take it that France are going to win the group, that if France beat everybody, then it's a question of battling for the points against Greece and the Netherlands and Gibraltar, and maybe we can get second. Absolutely, and that's really what you want. So in a, in a bizarre sort of way, France's dominance and quick demolition of the Netherlands the other night can be a really positive for Ireland. Um, you know, and then if you, can, if you can get anything off them tonight, it puts you in a great position. Um, and then, obviously, you want France to go and dominate the group. And then it becomes, you know, just a, an all-out battle between everybody else. But the key really in a group like this will be keeping clean sheets. If you keep clean sheets, it gives you a chance to win the game. Um, and, and that, for me, is, is one of the most important things when you're trying to pick up points in the group. Um, you can, we, you know, we, we have got players who can score and we have got different ways that we can score now, which is one of the great dimensions of this team. But really, you know, if you keep your defence tight, and this is what France do, they sit back there, they make it hard for teams to break them down and they catch them when they make mistakes. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that approach. You know, it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a workable approach and it's it's works. But I do think if Ireland can be solid in defence and be really resolute and we can score goals and we can score them in different ways. So I do think there is a chance 
Um, and I know it's probably aspirational, but you have to have those aspirations you do. if you want to kick on. I love the positivity from both of you. Thank you very much, Lisa Fallon and Eamon Dunphy. We look forward to the big game which is kicking off at a quarter to eight. The last word on sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie.